Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Catalysts, and they've just released a new single, You Got No Soul, via Dharma Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Elliot and David to share some more information about this release, as well as a potential EP that's coming up, I just heard, in a few months called Sparks. We're going to chat about a couple of tracks here, Sylvia and You Got No Soul, a music video for Sylvia why she's on the beach, why the boys are looking cool on the beach. So, boys, David, Elliot, welcome to the show. Hey. Cheers, John. Nice to Absolutely great to have you guys on. And now, I guess my first question is, take us through this most recent single, You Got No Soul, and why Why have I got no soul? What's going on in this track? <laughs> you got no soul. It's always, it's like, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's always, you know, complicated when you need, when you need to explain your own sort of, vibe in your song because you know I've, I've always come from a, a background of where you know you, you find your own insights with the music uh, and and lyrical context all about feeling and how it makes you feel I mean I'm sure many artists have lots of uh, you know reasons why they wrote their songs through heartache or you know social sort of journalism and things like that at the time um, I guess some of that is in there with, with us, but um, we much prefer our listeners to sort of figure out what uh, what it means to them. And I suppose, you know, we do live in a time where people can be pretty soulless. So, you know, maybe perhaps you need to stand in front of the mirror and contemplate a little bit about what makes you tick and uh, and see whether you've got a soul or not. You know, the questionable, yeah. questionable, yeah. Actions, questionable actions that it's you've like, taken, perhaps. Yeah, I think that's a song about meaning and, and what what does life mean and why we are, why are we doing it. And then, you know, you've got people who, I guess, are on autopilot. And I'm not saying I'm not one of those people. I'm on autopilot sometimes. We're all on autopilot sometimes. We don't connect to what's really there. From the, you know everyone can bring their own on what a song is about. It's not about us saying this is this. It's just about us saying this you think. Okay. I think I got some of that. Uh, Elliot, you play the guitar. Tell us about the creation of, of this track. Is Did it start off like a campfire song with like an acoustic guitar and, and built up from there? What went into creating no no I, I i mean i've got an acoustic and don't get me wrong i do love acoustics and things like that but um it, it's gen generally come gets born out of sort of uh a noisy guitar uh in a room i'm a big fan of um uh that sort of quiet loud sort of vibe um grew up you know sort of learning guitar so at the early to mid 90s um and so I just kind of wanted to try and get a feel uh, for that quite loud, um, you know, chorus verse sort of vibe of it. This one come together really quickly. I think, you know, I, I think I, I brought a riff to the room, uh, to the guys, and I think we pretty much just hammered it out in the room. It wasn't really anything sort of predetermined, maybe apart from the opening riff and maybe the chorus because it's pretty much the same as the opening riff, just, you know, a lot bigger and a lot stronger. The chorus, like, L. Yeah. 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 I think, and I think that it didn't take very long, did it, Dave? I don't think it took we very long. Yeah. It's one of those, um, you know, sort of took, uh, 
you know, a couple of minutes, you know, well, I'd say a couple of minutes, you know, 15 minutes to write the sort of three, three and a half minute song sort of thing. Um, and it's fun to play. It has a bit of a bounce to it and some orchestration in the middle section that we kind of like to do. We like to add a lot of um, sort of synthesized or strings. I think it's got even got a horn section sort of buried yeah, it's, it's like, somewhere. It's like horns and brass in there. It's kind of like, even though it's a heavy track, there's some funk horns going on in there. You know, we like we like to do something different, but it's not obviously it's not there in your face. It's just this. No, it's very much guitar band based, isn't it? You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that at all unusual from any of the other tracks on Sparks? Um, no, I think that's kind of I think, like I think, this, I think there's a common theme. Yeah, it's a big part of our sound, isn't it? To have sort of um, uh, a bit of quiet, loud, big, big choruses we try to go for, um, big, big sort of anthemic sounding uh, outros. And we do like to incorporate a lot of electronica behind there as well. So we have a lot of sort of, you know, synths and we have dance elements and, uh, you know, and uh, deep sub basses and, you know, it's a, it's a general theme to be sort of a, a big sort of rock band, but sort of still um, experiment progressively a little bit with the electronic side. Mm. And we just want people to sing along, you know? I, th I think we have yeah. those hooks, sing along hooks, you know? Yeah. Some, e <laughs> some easy lyrics, nothing too, nothing too hard, you know? Mm -hmm. you, can, you can get them hooks. <laughs> now... Kind of a silly question because I mean, invariably, almost the answer could be yes. But is this an entirely pandemic-based EP, or has some of these tracks been kicking around for a little bit longer? You know, a, a lot of the work was done pre pre pandemic, I guess. A lot of the writing was done pre pre pandemic, um, but a, a lot of the finishing touches was done during the pandemic, and especially some of the some of the videos. So some of the videos we shot were in between uh, in between lockdown, shall we say. <laughs> when we could get together, we did get together. Yeah, and, uh, even the recording. So in, in, in many ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, actually, yeah. The last three tracks were recorded. Well, yeah, we had to, we had to, uh, yeah, we had to really um, tempt, you know, like, like we couldn't all be in the studio at the same time. So we had to go in sort of, I think the guitarists went in with the producer so we could distance because the studio wasn't huge, you know, wasn't a big space to record in. Um, and then Dave, you ended up going in on an, on a couple of evenings on your own with just the producer. Oh, yeah. So it, it was a different experience. I mean, yeah, we'd each go in individually in the studio on our own and not see the other guys. So that, that, that was happening quite a bit. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't see, God, I can't even remember how long it was probably, it was a good six, seven, eight months, wasn't it? We didn't see each other at all face to face. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think we did some of the sessions last October for some of these songs. Mm. I think it all come to a bit of a finish uh, about that time. I can't quite remember. But yeah, and I even did, I even, uh, we went, we needed to do some more um, sort of backing up vocals. Uh, and I did those in my home and sent them to the producer just to put into the session, you know, because it was just so difficult trying to, you know, get together or being, being isolated. that uh, It was just probably quicker and easier if we just did it at home. Um, and so Dave marked up what he wanted me to, to, to back him up on. And then I did it and, you know, we, we kind of signed it off 
together, didn't we? Does this work? Is this okay? Is it a good enough quality? Um, yeah, and it worked out sort of all right. Just some finishing touches from the house. Did uh, did the producer make any recommendations about like purchasing microphones or any kinds of uh, interfaces or anything for doing it at home? Well, I, I do a lot of the demo in at my house, so I, I have a Golden Age uh, Project ribbon mic and a Aston Stealth um, microphone. Um, I, I got the most crappiest uh, interfaces, like a Behringer, what is it, UHD-192. Um, but I'm all set up here with Pro Tools and some 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 really tidy sort of uh, plugins for compression and things like that. Um, and yeah, if it didn't work, then we'd have to find a way around it. But it, it worked from here anyway. You know, I think Dave, I think you used the ribbon mic in the studio. I think I took it along with us and, you know, it works quite well. I don't know, man. I just turn up. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't take any notice of what's there, man. I'm, I'm not a techie person. <laughs> I've got, I've got, well, I've got. There's a gear anyway. No, I have got buckets gear in this room right now john it's just there's you know pedals galore amps galore guitars basses you can't see it but it's it's all there mm-hmm. okay so since you're the techie guy uh what what kind of guitar sound were you looking for on this record did you get the sound that you had in your head yeah um certainly on you got no soul um we kind of used i use an, a marshall 900 um you know i do like those those 90s sort of marshall amps um and we've got a pv um i wish it was a 5150 but it's a 6505 but you know it's you know some people would argue it's a lot of difference but really uh, it does the job so we blend those two amps together um but for the for the intro specifically i used an old uh, dod punkifier from again i think like <laughs> mid 90s uh people absolutely slate them but I love them. They're such a unique sort of sound and it gives, you know, that intro, that bit of fizz and a bit of fuzz. Um, yeah, so I, I do like to experiment. Uh, game changer audio uh, plasma pedal as well for a fuzz where it doesn't kind of use the old tube uh, technology. It uses plasma gas to, to drive your, your signal. Um, I've used that on the record quite a few yeah, times. That sounds awesome, but it looks awesome as well. Yeah, it's distracting when you click. You've got this plasma gas going off and you just kind of went, oh, wow, look look at the lights. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I mean, yeah, you know, it's a fine line between, because we're not a super, we don't want to be a super heavy band, but we obviously got a bit of uh, of weight to certain parts. So it's nice to to have it on those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mentioned a couple of things there that are obviously hot topics. Well, I don't know if DOD effect pedals are hot topics right now, but I know at the time in the 90s, I don't know how big they were, but it, it's definitely become a piece of nostalgia, I think, for a lot of... Uh, yeah, they're quite quite sought after, some of them, um, being the buzz box, which was, you know, the idea for the Melvins uh, to have that sort of sound. Uh, uh, obviously, the grunge pedal that Kurt Cobain famously tried and threw into the audience and hit a woman with because he was just not so impressed um and the, and the punk of fire being like you know sort of that that punk sort of tone which they didn't really sound like anything really and they got slated at the time but they do have a bit of a vintage quality and they're quite sought after pedals these days um uh, i don't use them live it's not something that i use live but um it, it's something that i like to play around with in the studio um or just think of 
you know, sort of things to use for to get that different sort of sound in the studio. Yeah. And then the greatest debate ever. I have been told by PV in Los Angeles that the 6505 is the exact same amp as the 5150. But so many people don't believe that. No. <laughs> Like I said, I can't tell difference when I use it, man. You know, it sounds like a 5150. It's just got 6505 on there. You know, it's all to do with the Van Halen sort of rights and things like that. So, I I mean, to me, though, if you, if you, yeah, you know, if you want some good sort of crunch and some good chugging, you can't beat a 6505, 5150, whatever. It, 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 you know, it really does round things out and gives you some, some good tight uh you know sounds coming out of there mm-hmm. again it's not something i use live um you know i stick to the 900 generally with a i put like a a a, a clone clone a centaur you know uh, mm-hmm. archer clone copy a uh, clone copy uh yeah you know just try to keep it basic um sounds 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 big i mean yeah, yeah you know it's it's good you wouldn't want to take a real clone. You probably wouldn't make it home. <laughs> Get hold of one, yeah. You know, that's that's the thing. Yeah. But again, these things, you know, they, they're kind of sought after. Um, but I, I, I watched a, a YouTube clip. Um, um, they did like a shootout of the best sort of clone copies against the, I think it was the Gold Centaur. Uh, and to be honest with you, a lot of them, you know, it's it is basic cir- circuitry in there, and I know it's quite special the the con, but you can get very very close to it with these you know con copies. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's another piece of trivia on that is um, it doesn't really get activated until you turn the knobs after a certain point, and a lot of people don't turn the knobs past that certain point. So no. from, from an electrical standpoint, when they say they hear the difference, they're they're making it up. <laughs> <laughs> classic yeah but i think the most important thing is what works for you so it doesn't really matter if some some guy says oh you're not doing it properly as long as you're happy and you do it and it works for you i think that's the most important thing that's what i told sylvia <laughs> <laughs> so t- who is sylvia take us through this music video actually exactly who who is sylvia Yeah, I uh, well, yeah, I, I gotta be honest with you, John. This this song was born out of a bit of a, you know, the name of the song was certainly born out of a bit of a, a bit of a joke <laughs> in the in the band practice room, where one of the members was working with a particular woman that was quite frustrating whilst training, um, and then I was writing this song with ideas, and I think I just labelled it Sylvia. And this was kind of before Dave joined. And because I'd labeled it Sylvia as a demo and sent it over to Dave, Dave thought that he would incorporate that working title into the into the chorus. And it works great. I mean, you know, and what, what sort of Dave um, wrote about it kind of works all together, um, which I'll let him explain if, if, uh, he, if he wants to. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what? It's, it's really strange. I, I can sing about stuff. I can write stuff, but it's like really, it's so hard talking about it, man. Cause it's just like, when I'm singing it, it just comes out. But when I have to dissect it and when I have to like say, this is what I'm on about, I can't do it. <laughs> but you know, yeah, the song was a joke. It was essentially one of the boys talking about 
one of the girls, I say girls, an older lady he worked with called Sylvia. And I'm like, oh, God, no one's called Sylvia anymore. And actually, Sylvia is really cool. It's a real cool, cool name, Sylvia. Yeah. Just wrote a song. The song's about, well, it's about, you know, that kind of connection you can get with someone on a night out, on a one night out. <laughs> yeah. Not just, yeah, it's not just like one night stanza, is it? It's kind of like, you know, recognising, you know, perhaps the, the failures in that relationship or perhaps those relationships that aren't the best for you. They're a bit toxic, but you always end up colliding in some way. Uh you know, and that you know. Yeah, you, you know that it's about relationships, I guess, where you know it, it's kind of intense, both good and bad. But you know, it's it's it doesn't have that longevity. It's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking of yeah. Brian, a couple <laughs> of Brian that. Adams songs about one night stands. It's not. It's not quite about one night stands. It's. It's not quite that. It's just. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of tied up into that sort of murky world of, of yeah. sort of partying and meeting people, and perhaps they're not the best people you need to be around. I would say, uh, but it, it is exciting sometimes. It's exciting. Those, it's good for that moment. But yeah. It, but it doesn't work out. But it can be quite destructive as well. And then I suppose the video really ties in a little bit um, with our other videos because we've done three videos all together for, for, for some of these songs. And we have kind of, it's, it's a bit of a, a, a common theme with them. And I, I've described it before because it's my sort of, I don't know, dark corners of my brain working, but a poor man's David Lynch. <laughs> and it's the same uh, character in all these these videos so uh you know there is sort of a, a hidden narrative or you know maybe not so hidden i don't know really it's up to you if you want to interpret it but um she's been in all our videos named charlotte scott and she's um and a sort of fitness instructor and pole dancer um and you know uh she's just been epic at you know we've set her on fire we've pushed her in the ocean and we've made her, you know, dress up as a sort of uh, a, a conjuring type demon spinning on her pole. So, uh, yeah, it's been a bit well, of fun. I'd like to point out that she's actually fine. No harm. Yeah, well. no, she is fine. Yeah, we didn't set her on fire to the extent that she's not fine. Uh, but it was a good. <laughs> let's, be, let's be fair, Elliot. We we Elliot, we we set everyone on fire. Oh, well, we did. We set ourselves on fire. <laughs> All the release forms have been signed. <laughs> Fan freaking fantastic. Okay, so we've chatted about uh, quite a few things today. We chatted about You Got No Soul, chatted, ending the conversation, chatting about Sylvia, the music video, which is available on today's show notes. So if you're tuning in on TuneIn or iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you're watching on YouTube, you can see how exceptionally good looking we all are. Uh, or today's website, therockmetalpodcast.ca. You can see the uh, YouTube link for Sylvia, as well as I have a Facebook page, uh, to link to you guys. Is that the best place to send people? Yeah, we have yeah. Facebook, Instagram as well. And I think there's a Twitter handle as well, which I think most of it is all catalyst.uk. Catalyst.uk, I think, yeah. Okay, beautiful. Uh, or just hit the, the Googs, the Googles, and type in yeah. Catalyst UK. You got to type in that UK. Uh, they are not from Japan. <laughs> 
<laughs> and these boys also have Sparks, an EP that's probably going to be coming up here. Uh, initially, said in a few months, but stay tuned. Uh, follow the boys on the socials, and they'll keep you up to date with all of that wonderful news. We even threw in some nostalgic, classic uh, guitar effect pedals in there. We talked about recording at home, uh, and then we also managed to throw in you know a chat about a 5150. So that is always good, especially on the Rock and Metal podcast, because... That has to come up at least one interview, I think, or a Kemper profile of a fifty-one fifty, which is most probably used today than an actual fifty-one fifty. You're probably right there, John. I actually use um, I've just started using STL Tone Hub, which is extremely good uh, for the for the price it costs. I mean, Kemper's a lot of money, uh, and they are very good. But if you if you want something that's uh, going to sort you out quickly, STL Tone Hub is definitely the way forward in home home studio recording. Yeah. Do you just do that for demos or is that some of that showing up on the record? No, most of it is just for demos. Um, you know, we do get into to the room and like the crank those amps to do the uh, the recording. But um, who knows, you know, with technology and what the future holds, maybe um, maybe some B-sides in the future we could just do at home. Um, yeah, the stuff's getting a lot better and a lot uh, a lot easier to use as well. Mm-hmm. You would You would look at it and you would say, you got no soul. <laughs> possibly it just depends on how you use it i would say <laughs> mm-hmm. that's right sweet all right so we chatted about uh you got no soul sylvia sparks once again band's website is in the show notes available below as well as the link to the music video that concludes my questions so boys thank you so much for coming on to the show today no thanks john thanks, thanks for, uh, yeah thank you very much for having catalyst on appreciate it